What's happening? Contrast on cut. Season two, episode 21. And it's your host, Zylo. Bobby D presents this motherfucker. I appreciate you, brother. I got a very, very special guest. I got a jack of all trades. I'm talking about you hear him on hooks. I'm pretty sure a lot of you independent artists have had him on your hook because you've got some Legion beats through ClickFunnels. Or, or you slapped some of your favorite songs because he produces for a lot of our favorite artists. I'm talking about from Rick Ross to French Montana to Meek Mill to Davies to Burner. I mean, my, some of my favorite Burner joints. But you know, <laughs> I got Vidal Garcia in this motherfucker. What's happening, bruh? What's up, man? Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me, man. 100, bro. You know, it's, it's quarantine season and, and social man, distancing. You see it. I ain't, I ain't got a haircut in like a month, bro. I'm over here scraggly, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you, bro. Shit. My, yeah, ain't no, know. ain't no barbers cutting hair right now, man. <laughs> they charging like three hundred. They like man. For the house call. The house call. Right. They out of pocket, and you know we can't call on them because they gonna take that off. <laughs> yeah, man. That shit is insane, bro. But man, I got a quote, bro. Let me know uh, if it relates to you or if it don't, and I still want to know why. Okay, for sure. All right, so you got to turn with the times or the time's going to turn on you. E-40. Um, man, I say, yeah, that's pretty accurate, man. And I feel like that, that applies to me with, uh, you know, music mostly, you know, the life, really life in general, but music for sure. Um, you know, I've, I've went through so many phases of, um, you know, producing records, making beats, um, you know, it sounds corny to say that you, you uh, to, that you're trying to make beats or make make the type of shit that's hot at the moment, but in reality, you kind of, you kind of, you have to adapt to what's what's hot at that moment. You know what I mean? While while still having your own, while still you know making it your own. You know what I mean? Being true to so yourself. I, I, I totally agree with that statement, bro. That, that's that's real. Hell yeah! That's that's you know that's a that whole statement reminds me of a word called relevancy, and a lot of people don't realize you got to reinvent yourself and you got to stay with the times, but be true to yourself and really, really make shit happen. Like, ain't nothing gonna come overnight, but a dream, but a dream you think of and work on will become manifestation and greatness. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more, man. One hundred, bro. So it leads to my next segment, man, because we talked about the music. And I gotta ask, did the game choose you or did you choose the game? Man, um, I think it was a little bit of both, man. Like it, it, everything, music happened real organically for me, you know what I mean? And I just, um, I was naturally, you know, I say this humbly, um, I was naturally good at it, you know, just something that 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 came to me pretty easily, you know, from from songwriting. You know, I, I started off rapping, but um, you know, rapping and then, you know, that evolved into uh, songwriting and singing. And then well, I started rapping and producing around the same time. Like I started rapping and producing at around 11 years old. Wow. So, um, the game, I would say the game chose me at the end of the day because I, I had no idea, really, I had no idea I was ever going to be, you know, as a kid, I didn't think, my, my mom didn't even let me listen to rap music, you know what I mean? Like. When I was a kid, bro, like, I wasn't allowed to listen to rap music. Um, but it's just something that just naturally happened, man. I was naturally naturally um, able to excel at it, you know what I mean? It's just something that came easy to me. That's really, 
one of the only things that that came easy to me. It's like one of the only things I'm really good at. You know what I mean? So, you know. Man, there is no plan B. All of this is plan A. It's connected and connected and connected. For sure, for sure, yeah, man. So, but right. I did choose the game in a sense where, in a sense of, I stuck with it. You know, I, you know, I started at 11 years old, and I'm 30 now. So, um, you know, I never, I never, I never, um, so from the time of being 11 years old, there was never anything else that I wanted to do besides music. So. In that regard, I would say I chose the game. And in that regard, I chose the game because I uh, I haven't been doing anything else really since then. You know, music, music, life. I feel you, bro. It definitely translates to the sound. It's it's fully eclectic. It's it's memorable. It's stuff that's sure. that you do. I mean, even yeah, to all man. the hooks that you do that you've done in the past for a lot of people that like you know that's out there on the click funnels. All those hooks are like pretty basic and simple, but at the same time, they're so catchy the way you deliver it. And you know, you could tell that you're so crafted on the sounds that you're behind it. Like it's, he's just yeah. not singing and songwriting. He's making him beats too. <laughs> man, for sure, man. Like um, my boy Cosmo, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Cosmo. You know Cosmo? I don't know. Yeah, it's my contribution to the game. You know what I'm saying? With Burn and... Yeah, for sure. So, so Cosmo is my manager. And uh, I mean, but before he was my manager, we've been really good friends for 10 plus years. So um, that situation kind of happened organically. But um, Kaz would always tell me, man, like, you don't gotta be the best. Like, it was as far as like, I mean, we, we, were, we were talking about producing and beat making, but I feel like it, it, goes, it goes for music in general. You don't gotta be the best uh, rapper or a songwriter or a producer, but you have like, you know what I'm saying? Can you like, it's, it's about making a vibe, man. Like, so you don't have to be Stevie Wonder on the fucking keys, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously young cats are just clicking in notes on their little Fruity Loops, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you don't have to be the best as long as you can create a vibe that, you know, music is a feeling, bro. But like, if, um, if you can make people feel your music, that's all that matters, bro. Facts. So, bro, what was your first, like, big confirmation that, you know, 11, rapping and, and making beats and, and really just trying to figure it out? What was your first confirmation, like, placement or this is what I'm supposed to be doing? I ain't finna get no 9 to 5. This is my 5 to 9 and 9 to 5. Right, 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 right. Um, Well, I mean, my first, the first real thing, okay, so look. Let me, we just met, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, are you from the Bay Area? Uh, I'm very familiar with the Bay. I was born in LA, my family from Oakland, Vallejo, uh, Richmond, Fairfield, that like. Okay. <laughs> um, so when I was 14, yeah, I was 14. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar, familiar with him, but he was an underground rapper named Mr. Key. You ever heard of him? Uh-huh. Yeah, Mr. Key, bro, he kind of like took me under his wing when I was 14 and uh, at the time, man, he had a really big name. He was popping in, in the Bay Area, you know, um, and uh, he kind of like took me under his wing and then signed me to his, his, his uh, label, Soldiers of Fortune. And at that time, you know, I'm 14. I'm like, man, this is the greatest thing ever. You know what I mean? Like, you know, this, this guy has some real notoriety where I'm from and uh, he vouched for me, you know what I'm saying? And then from there, um, shit, like when I was 16, um, are you familiar with Messy Marv? 
course. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just want to show, I don't know, like, if you, you know, you're, you say you're from LA, right? No real music head, bro. Like, no lie. Right, okay, okay. I feel like the Bay has uh, left on since fucking 93. Yeah, man. So, so, uh, um, when I was 16, I was, uh, I was, I was ghostwriting for Messy Mark. And, um, that's how I met the Legion. That's how me and that's how me and Gabe got locked in, bro. That's my brother for life, man. I've known him for longer, damn near longer than I haven't known him. You know what I mean? So that's, that's yeah. That's how I got locked in with the Legion and, and, and Gabe. Um, Gabe was making the beats and I was writing the records. We were we were, uh, we were working on Messy Marv's album. So bro, I was 16 writing for Messy Marv, and that was like uh, a moment in my life where I felt really validated. You know what I mean? Like I was 16 years old and. and Really, I was trying to, I was trying to uh, get signed. You know, I was trying to have, I was trying to get Mess to sign me as an artist. But instead, he was like, "Check this out. I want you to try something different. I want you to try to write my music." And I'm like, "Write your music? Like you're Messy Mark? You know what I mean? Like what you mean, write your music? I'm 16 years old. Like what do you mean?" Playing, uh, yeah, bro. What'd you say? Oh yeah, you know I love that uh, playing with my nubs. Yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't write that one, man. I, I had I had Messy Marv sounding like a real New York cat, bro. I, I used to like write real lyrics, like real bars, you know. So I had Messy Marv sounding like he was from the East Coast. <laughs> but uh, um, to go back to 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 what you were talking about earlier, man, that that was like one of the very first. Um, the, the Mr. Key thing was big for me, but then. When Mess took me under his wing and, and had me working on his album and writing his writing songs for his album, that was a big point in my life uh, as far as my music career goes. Um, it was it was a, it was something that even people like from my area to this day they don't you know they're like damn really like you wrote for Messi Mars you know what I mean he, he's a big artist from where I'm from like you know, he's iconic where I'm from you know yeah big facts yeah. So, you go from messing with Mar Messy Marv, and then, you, bro, it sounds like you just been on a high. You haven't had too many lows, probably, than just life hitting you, but the music career oh, man. and highs and highs. Man, I mean, it, it ain't always just, it ain't always just glitz and glamour, man. Never. <laughs> um, Never. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, you know, you go through your slumps and you go through your slow times. I, I, I go through my slumps and slow times just like everybody else, man. Um, it's, uh... You know, but 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 to stay resilient though, man, and you gotta just stay motivated, bro. I've, I've never gave up. Like that's that's not even in the question. Like, you know, I might I might get uh, go through a creative slump. You know, like there might be a week that goes by where I'm not productive, and that and honestly, like when I get I get in depression mode when that shit happens. Like, you know, if it's a week that goes by where I don't create, you know what I mean? Like it. That, that I feel useless, like my life is meaningless at that point, you know, that's how I feel. Um, but that doesn't really happen too often, man. I, I'm usually working on something new every day. So, so, so what's your, I mean, you gotta treat it, it's a job, so you gotta treat it like a job, you know? Uh, what's your creative process like? Like, do you have like movies on with, with no with no sound or like, what? what's the vibe to, to have? You know what, man, I don't know. You can't really see the TV in the booth. I got the TV in the booth. I'm always watching football, like NFL Network, bro. Like, even if I'm not watching TV, football is on somewhere in my house. Like, you know what I mean? So in the studio, we don't watch nothing but football. 
um, whether it be college or NFL, we, we watching football no matter what. But yeah, exactly what you said. Um, the, the, the TV's on, no sound, football. Um, I'm usually going through YouTube and, and listening to what's current, what's popping at the moment, you know what I mean? Um, my manager, Cosmo, he's you know extremely tied in, so he sends me homework every week, man. He sends me a list of artists that, um, that, that we have direct access to who are looking for records, so I will go, um, you know, go brush. Some of these cats, I, I, I'm not really too familiar with their music, you know what I mean? So, like, for example, um, for example, he sent, uh, just, just uh, a few days ago, he sent me some homework, uh, working on, uh, we, we, need, we need to get some records for uh, 5EO. Familiar with 5EO? Uh, why does that sound familiar? He's like he's like Pop Smokes. Uh, Pop Smokes, one of his dudes, um, okay. on that New York drill hype. So I wasn't really too familiar with him, so I had to go listen to some YouTube, uh, brush up on brush up on his sound and that whole New York drill vibe. And uh, man, I'm not, I ended up making like three beats that day, <laughs> like just pure New York drill. You know what I mean? So you was fun, up on influence. Yeah, yeah, man, and then, and then you know there's so many cats like this guy Fabio, man. I was just telling you about he's big, man. Like you know you go on his YouTube, you got like 70 million views on every video. You know what I mean? It's like crazy, bro. So um, there's just constantly cases like getting. What's that? I said that's something that amazes me, bro. How there's like people out there where it makes you feel old. Like how do you have 70 million views and I just found about you because someone gave me some homework? Like right, right, like that right now, bro. Like damn. I'm 32. I ain't heard about him, and, and like he sounds familiar, but still, I'm thinking of the producer for the Fanatics got a name like that. To be honest, yeah, so that's what I was thinking of, and I was uh, like, that ain't him. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, nah. It, man, it's, it's it, you gotta, you know, what I'm saying you gotta keep up with the with the young generation, man, and and uh, that's something that's honestly something that I've been working on. Man, I can't even believe I'm saying it right now. Like, you know, what I'm saying it makes makes me feel old. You know what I mean? But I gotta keep up with the young generation, man. These, these guys, like like the Pop Smokes and the all those all those New York guys that are that are coming up, man. They're, they're young, brother, kids, brother, like 19, 20 years old. Uh, um, you know, I gotta you know you gotta stay current. Like going back to what you said with that E40 thing, man. Like you know you gotta you gotta stay current, man. Like I was in a studio session. I ain't gonna like get into name droppers. That shit ain't man. It's all about you. But one thing that I saw was that people are offering people big money because of they can reach that 15 to 19 crowd. You know, that OPM era, that other people money, their parents putting money into it. And, you know, I respect that you said that because that's that's the relevancy of the game. We're researching on who these kids are constantly looking at and listening to. For sure, you got to. You got to, man. It's, it's real important, especially being a, uh, being a producer um you gotta be versatile man like at least that that's like one of my biggest things man like i, I try to be good at everything bro like i'm, I'm not just uh making here making my you know what i'm saying like right, right. i mean like everybody like where i'm from everybody like all these local guys where i'm from they only want to rap on mozzie beat it's like bro like i'm a fan of mozzie's music um, and I, you know, I, I really love the beats. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a it's a super dope sound, but I just can't make that shit all day, man. Like I gotta make some other shit, man. It's, it's all that these guys want to rap on. It's like, man, that's Mozzie style. Like 
Maybe you should try to find your own style, find your own pocket instead of trying to rap, you know, rap on some mozzie. And the, the coldest part about it is people be like, people will like, be like, ask me like in my DMs or, or here in the studio, like, hey, you got some mozzie type shit? I'm like, bro, like, that sounds so weird to me, bro. Like, <laughs> like, come on, man. Let, let's, let's keep it original. Real talk. Like, a lot of people want to get into a saturated sound versus realizing Mozzie's out there looking for the next sound to elevate from. Exactly. Going free to loss for a reason. Like, that melody, the melodic shit is in for a reason. He's transitioning. He's, he's 100%, bro. Like, come on. Uh, you can listen to Mozzie's music now, like the new shit he's been putting out lately is like on some like different shit. It ain't even like, it don't even sound like no Mozzie shit, you know? Real talk, bro. My, my, brother, my brother, I'm also his AR and uh he's JP Bangs. He made Mozzie sleep. Okay, okay so, yeah, yeah. And so like, but bro, we're not he don't do he gets upset about the mob sound. Like he feels like, you know, it's 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 there. It's something that, you know, a few people can do really well, but the sound is everything else. Why be yeah. a little peck, a little peck on the wall when you could be a whole wall? Exactly, man. Now you couldn't have said it any better, bro. I feel, yeah, that's that's facts. I mean, bro, it's in your history too, man. Like all the people you've worked with, bro. Like you didn't take the local shit as like that's the end of the world. Like the Bay Area influenced the world, but you didn't allow the Bay Area to keep you there. You took yourself out to the world. Yeah, man. It's uh, I mean, I feel like that kind of goes back to like. Like I said, like when I was, when I used to rap, you know, I was way younger, I used to rap and shit, but like, I was always into like the, 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 the you know, the East Coast shit and that, not even necessarily the East Coast shit, but I was into the, the lyricists and, um, you know, you know, in the Bay Area, there ain't, don't get me wrong, there, we do got some cats out here that got bars, but yeah. in the Bay Area, we're not known for that. Yeah, Locksmith, uh, Irk the Jerk, Neo the Gift, Young Gully. Like, these cats got serious bars, bro. Like, they'll hang with the best of them. But, um... Punch you in the throat. <laughs> exactly. But, 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 really, we're not initially known for that. You know what I mean? We're known for the hypey shit. And, uh, you know, going dumb and sideshows and fucking having fun. You know what I mean? Um... Yeah. But um so so I never really kinda I, as far as music, I always kinda like gravitated more towards the lyrics, you know, the bars, you know what I mean? And so I feel like maybe that has something to do with me um not just being so big, you know what I mean? Like like with, when it comes to production and shit like that. I'm not super bay with my production. I'm 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 more like that's actually like my least favorite type of shit to make, you know? But you know what's funny is that although it's your least favorite, it's still in you. So there's still little trademark little sounds that come in there and transitions that's like, oh no, brush from the front, brush from the back. He from the back. Yeah, for sure. Them them big bass, them big bass, man. Synth basses. That's a that's 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 the bay thing right there. Synth basses. You hear that? That's some real bass shit. Man, he giving out <laughs> cheat codes, everybody. Cheat codes. <laughs> yeah. Pull up some synth basses. You wanna make some bass shit. <laughs> So, bro, uh, before I start transitioning out the music stuff, I got one more question. Like, what was the moment, or like, do you get awe moments every time a big record comes out that you're a part of? Like, like what in what moment was like the biggest awe moment you had? Man, let me think. Let me think. I mean, I'm talking about champagne popping. I'm talking about bottles just pouring just because. 
Were you talking about like some celebratory shit? Are you talking about another moment where I was like, God damn, like a, a surreal moment for me in music? Shit, I guess you don't celebrate when you have them moments. <laughs> bro, honestly, bro, like I don't really celebrate for anything. I feel like I haven't done anything enough. I've done some dope shit, bro, but like, you know, like I, um, I'm never satisfied, man. Like I'm not satisfied until, you know, I can't honestly, I couldn't even tell you when I would be satisfied, but. Um, you have no ceiling of complexity. Yeah, um, I would say one of my biggest awe moments was when I got the phone call that, that Rick Ross had did a record for my beat. And I was like, blown away, bro. I was like, holy shit, like that's ill. And then a week later, Meek Mill did a, a record to uh, a record for my beat. It was just like, like oh shit, like this is, ha this is happening quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and um, that that Rick Ross thing, though, that was like the first big, like big, um, you know, artist. Like, um, well, you know what? Actually, though, working with Gabe, man, I I wrote a hook for French Montana. That was pretty cool. Um, but that still, for some reason, about uh, that that Rick Ross joint, man, that that hit different, man. I was at Marine World. Um, that's out here in Vallejo. I live in Vallejo, um, and uh, I was at Marine World, and I got the phone call like, "Hey, bro!" Like my manager Cosmo, my phone was on silent, and my manager was blowing me up. Bro, I didn't even know. I looked at my phone. I have like 20 missed calls from my manager, and he's like texting me 911. I'm like, "Oh shit." And I'm like, I called him back. I'm like, what's good, bro? What's going on? He's like, bro, Rick Ross just did a song to one of your beats. I'm like, oh, shit. He's like, bro, send the stems right now. I'm like, oh, fuck, all right. So I'm over here at Marine World with my, with my girl and shit. So I'm like, we got to go now. I'm like, fuck this shit. <laughs> so I, we dipped off. I came home, man, and fucking sent off the stems, bro. It's just, it doesn't sound like a lot, like what I'm telling you, bro, but like, you know, like, um, it doesn't sound like a big deal, really, but, like, the feeling, bro, like, the feeling I got when I got that phone call, bro, it was, it was a weird feeling, bro. It was, like, almost, um, like, I was almost emotional, bro. Like, it was, it was weird, you know, you work your whole life to get a phone call like that, you know what I'm saying? And it, um, it was just, it was a really good feeling. Bro, that's, that's a confirmation, bro. That is absolute confirmation that, you know what, anything else you was thinking about, you know, if this wasn't working, that wasn't working, I was finna dig into this, dig into that. This is your yeah. like, nah, bruh, that ain't for you. <laughs> for you. Yeah, man, it, it was crazy, bro. Like, it was, it was real crazy. And then, like, like I said, like, a week later, uh, I get the call, like, oh, Meek, Meek just did a song to one of your beats. I'm like, oh, shit, like, let's go. Like, it's go time right now, you know, so. It's been ever since then, man, I, I signed a, a management deal with Cosmo and I'm in good hands, man. He's taking, you know, I got a good team around me and, and, and they're taking care of me, bro. So it's, I'm blessed, man. I'm super grateful to be in the position that I'm in right now. And, and and it's like one of them things like where like, I feel like I'm already, even though I'm, I'm still on the come up, I feel like I'm already, I'm already there, you know what I mean? Because I, I know, I know what's gonna come, bro. I know everything that's on the on our plate right now. I know all the shit that's about to be happening. It's gonna get so much bigger, you know? It's, everything's right there. You know, something I've learned, bro, like I'm from the gutter. I've came from the struggle of everything. So I'm humble and I'm hungry at the same time. 
And I also yeah. realize that life is too damn short. So I don't allow the little things or, or the small victories, even big victories to sit on my mind too much. It's healthy to reflect, but it's important to keep on chasing that, just chasing the dream of, of just progressing daily. Like, you know, Same that's- here, man. Destiny. Same here. People, uh, like I just, hold on, hold on. Let me, uh, let me, let me flex real quick. Let me grab something real quick. Hell yeah, come on, come on. Billboard charting. Hold on. I just, you know what I'm saying? I just got one of these not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can see what that is. That's that La Plaza. That's that yeah. billboard charting, man. Yeah, man, it got me, got me a plaque, man. But you know what? That that was just going back. Just, just, you know, a lot of people like when when I got, I just, I just got that plaque, um, and a lot of people were asking me like, "Yo, like, man, how does it feel? Like, man, it's like, dude, you must be like on cloud nine right now. Like, this is this is crazy, like." I'm like, you know what, man? It doesn't really feel like anything. You know, it's dope. Like, I, you know, it's cool. Like, it, it, don't get me wrong, I, I'm happy. But at the same time, it's not gonna change my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, like it, I'm, I'm striving for something bigger. I want a platinum plaque next, you know? Maybe then I'll be somewhat happy, you know? Bro, I feel like, I feel like when your hallway to your room is full of plaques, like you feel oh. me? That's that's when you're gonna be like, you know what? This shit I'm doing is really starting to make sense. Man, that that that's like the goal, bro. I'm trying to decorate my whole studio with fucking plaques, man. And um I got a man, I got another one coming from this. Uh I did I did uh I did the last single off SOB RBE's last album. Um and I got I got one coming for that, but this fucking coronavirus bullshit uh, slowing my shit down, man. My, my my shit was supposed to been here already. They ain't even the the the, uh, the people who make the plaques aren't even doing aren't, aren't even working right now. I'm like fuck. <laughs> I already paid for that shit and everything. Well, bro, when that shit arrives, like you know, people at Amazon they got that shit, so I've been educated on it. Like my folks. Okay. My folks be fucking updating me like he worked for Donald Trump or something. But long oh, story short. When he, the boxes come in, don't bring them in the house. Open them bitches outside and bring man, them in the inside. Yeah, man, you ain't lying, bro. You ain't lying. You know, shit, I'm the brad. This shit wild. <laughs> but I was yeah, like, no, it's crazy, bro. Crazy times we're living in, man. Hell yeah, shit. We already like, bro. I can't like a lot of us that really come from come from like the real real gutter life and and survived it. And you got hella partners that have passed away from this gun violence, from this dumb shit. And then you got this virus knocking people down. It's like, yeah, bro, you was you was gangster your whole life, and you you fucking touched something and, and it, it killed you. Yeah, man, that shit is insane, bro. Like, oh, man, and you know, I don't like. It was, we was just we was just living our regular ass lives like the fuck a few weeks ago, bro. That's the crazy that's the craziest shit about it, man. Now I remember man fucking, you know, taking a shit was just a regular thing. Now you gotta fucking worry about what you're gonna wipe your ass with, man. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know Yeah, it's like I got a barter for some damn toilet paper if yeah, I was bro, Insane, bro. Yeah, I can't. Restaurants are keeping their bathrooms closed. Like, you can do your takeout order, but the bathrooms are locked up because they don't have no damn toilet paper. They don't got no fucking toilet paper, man. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. 
This shit is uh, ill, man. I, I, like, I to me, it. it's like weird. Like, out of all things, like, you would think people would, like, be buying up all the medicine and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, all the flu medicine and shit like that. Nah, motherfuckers buying toilet paper. That's random as fuck to <laughs> I can't even. They said, they said I'm not gonna worry about the water. I'm not gonna worry about the yeah. medicine. I ain't gonna worry yeah. about food. I'm gonna worry about wiping yeah. my ass and blowing my nose. Yeah, that shit is crazy. <laughs> shit's good. Yeah, man, I, I can't call it, man. Uh, let me transition out of this, bro, because I got my awareness segment, and you know, this is for all the youngsters and a lot of people that are just ignorant and just don't learn. So I asked all my guests this question, when's the last time they were pulled over? You feel me? And a lot of people just don't know what to do when them red and blue lights come on, that, that high beam hits your back, your neck, and then you hear the blurt sound and don't nobody know what to do. And, and so I asked my guests that come on here and share that platform with them and, and pretty much, you know, ask, answer the question. What, what was the question? When was the last time I was pulled over? Yup, or shit, a time that stands out to you? Man, um, I can't even remember the last time I got pulled over, bro, to be honest. Oh, you know what? I remember, I remember the last time I got pulled over. I got pulled over, uh, shit, this was like, this was like, shit, almost 10 years ago, bro. I didn't have no registration, or I didn't have no sticker on my license plate. I didn't have the, uh, my tags. I just bought this car and I, uh, I didn't have, I didn't have no tags on it. And I got pulled over at like four o'clock in the morning. I was just leaving the house. Um, but, um, man, to be honest, bro, I've never really, um, I've never really had no problems with, uh, you know, getting pulled over and shit like that, man. Like, I've always, man, you, you bro, what are you right? doing right? Let these youngsters yeah. know what you're doing right so that they can fix it. I'm, it's common sense, bro. If a cop tells you to do something, you fucking do it. Like, you know, put your pride to the side and do what that fucking cop is telling you to do. Cause he ain't fucking around, <laughs> and and you know, people, you know, I get it, bro. There, there is some real fucking asshole cops, man. And there's some real um, uh, uh, police brutality and and shit like that. Excessive force. That's all a real thing. But at the end of the day, man, like police, man, they have they got they got one of the most stressful jobs in the fucking world, bro. Like. You know, every time they pull somebody over, that could be the last time. You know, that could be their last, uh, you know, um, their last moments on earth. You know what I mean? They got families like us, bro. They got families. They got kids, wives. They they, they even take shits. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, nah, but like, they're, they're, the cops are humans, man. And, and, and um, you know, they're... I, you know, shit, I'd be a little jumpy too if I was gonna pull somebody over. You never know what the fuck's gonna happen. Um, so, best thing I can say is if you get fucking pulled over and a cop is giving you instructions, just fucking do it, man. Don't, put your pride to the side. Don't try to argue with the fucking cop. You're gonna lose every time. Um, just do, you know, do it. Uh, do it. Do what the cop fucking tells you to do, man. That's the best advice I could give. Man, people don't understand. The less time you have with the interaction, the less that can happen to you. Get your hundred percent. And really, even if you don't like it, even you know, even if you don't like a copy, like fuck the police or you know whatever, you know, being polite to a police officer could potentially get you out of a speeding ticket or that cell phone ticket. You know, so really, I don't know, man. I, I don't have a, I don't have a huge ego, man. I, I really have no ego at all. So. 
I have no problem, you know. Cop tells me this, this, that, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm like, all right, cool, no problem, officer. Like, I'm not, I have nothing to prove to anybody, you know what I'm saying? So I don't have to prove to myself that I'm hard, you know what I mean? Like, for what? You know? Yes. So, bro, I actually, last time I was in the Bay Area, I got pulled over. I was oh, like, no shit. Where were you at? What part of the Bay was you in? Uh, I was leaving uh, Vacaville. I did an interview with Muggsy and I was headed to Claire White. I don't know if you know the attorney, Claire White, a lawyer. Uh, uh, doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, she represents like hella Bay Area rappers. But long story short, I'm on the uh, on the heeway and I'm getting ready to get on the exit to where over there by Marine World. And you yeah, know, live, that's where I live. I live right down the street from Marine World. So, so you got the rest stop right there, right? But my yep. fucking phone falls from giving me directions because, you know, uh -huh. it's not familiar. I fucking reach for the phone, pick it up, put it back up there. The damn CHP saw me driving by, grabbed my phone and had it in my hand. And so I, I saw him corner of my eye. I slowed down like, man, he finna pass me. Nope. He pulled one of them moves like he was a hot shot type of <laughs> Went behind me and then blurted me. Like, man, I was like half... A, yeah, quarter mile from the exit before you loop off, you feel me off the freeway and shit. Yep, yep. You was right. You got pulled over right by my house, bro. Like I'm right down the street from that. That shit crazy. Hell yeah, he was an asshole, but shit, I felt. Myself. I mean, don't get me wrong. Most cop, most cops are fucking assholes, man. That just, that just comes with the job. Being, a, you gotta be a fucking asshole to be a cop for sure. Real talk. <laughs> if you ain't an asshole, it ain't for you. Yeah, nah, you're not. You don't qualify for the job if you're not a fucking prick. <laughs> oh man so alright on that note I'm going to go ahead and uh, change uh, what we talking about and get a new subject in a new segment it's called Where's Trading it? Places and okay. you know the movie with Eddie Murphy Dan Aykroyd and so yeah. the whole idea is to have two iconic people wake up in other people's lives and question number one will it work question number two what would life be like like that okay are you ready yes sir I got Ray J trading places with Pitbull. Ray J trading places with Pitbull. And the question is, would it work? Yes. Yeah, man, I don't see why not, man. Those guys are both ladies, man, bro. They uh shit, they they would probably love to uh they'd probably love to trade trade places for a day, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I would I would love to be either of them. <laughs> but um so, yeah. So one work. And what was the other question? What What's up? What'd be one thing that'd be different about life if that really happened? One thing that'd be different about life. Huh. Well, aside from one being black and one being fucking uh what is what's Pitbull? He's Puerto Rican? Yeah. I guess that's almost like the same shit. So Man. He's Cuban, he Cuban. Oh, he's Cuban? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Man, what would be the... I don't really know, man. They probably they probably live close to a real similar life, man. I, I would imagine. I would imagine beautiful women everywhere. I know Ray J's married, though, so... But I, I know Ray J still be going, going, getting it in on the side. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. What's man. the... Uh, what'd you say? I said pretty much the whole idea of this shit is number one, to have a little bit of fun. And number two, yeah. it's a lot of people in this game that if they switch places, it'd be a crazy movie if they live like that. And I'd be feeling yeah. like people I choose would be some crazy movies. Well, I could I could probably I could say this. 
Well, I don't even know if I can say that. Now I think about it. You think, you think Pitbull probably got more bread than Ray J, right? I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Bruh, to be honest, bruh, I'm <laughs> in nobody pockets, man, other than my own. I'm just, I'm just thinking, I'm like just thinking like a random thought, like Ray J would probably be a little more balling if he was Pitbull, I think. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Yeah, I ain't counting on now, now, now he a brother on the Cuban island, and now you got Pitbull growing up in L.A. as Brandy's brother. And yeah. Now now you got, uh, you know, all these different hit songs like Sexy Can I, and, and you know what I mean? Now it's going to yeah. be Pitbull. Man, Pitbull got records too, though, man. Pitbull got real certified yeah, hits, man. Hit, hit, world hits. Yeah, that's that's a, yeah. He would, uh, yeah, Ray J would be, Ray J would be on. His publishing checks would look a lot better, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, man, no disrespect to Ray J, but your life would have been upgraded if you traded for Yeah, him. nah, I fuck with Ray J, bro. Bro, you cannot front on Ray J, bro. He put the whole Kardashian family on, bro. There's, no, there's nothing you can say about Ray J, bro. Nice. I got nothing but mad respect for Ray J. <laughs> to be very honest, one of my first, like, big, uh, studio opportunities. I got to go to a cat named Motormouth's house, and he was uh, his house is where Ray J's studio is at in Woodland Hills. And so okay, I dope. Mac, I met Ray J, a whole bunch of people, and, and Motormouth was from the town. And so, okay, yeah, we used to run packages back and forth, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, and so that's man, great. That's, yeah, that's, uh, shout that's out to Ray J, man, shout out to Pitbull, too, man. Man, most definitely. I ain't got no plug to Pitbull, but. <laughs> I wish I had one. We'll have we'll have one soon, bro. We'll have one soon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, that's TikTok. That's manifestation there. Yes, sir. So, bro, my next uh, segment, I only got a couple more segments, so I appreciate your time. But it's called oh, of course, Q&A. Uh, they don't pay me, so I don't say the name of their shit. But they got okay. great questions, and it's, like, great for the fans. Because, you know, it gives out okay, content no. that, you know, fans probably want to know. And I sometimes I'll be like, who wrote this question? Right. You could pass. You got. You could pass. But okay. I'm, gonna pull, I'm gonna pull another card. You gonna answer? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's all good. I'll try to answer to the best of my ability. Oh yeah, just you know. I'm an open book, man. Let's talk. Real proud. I appreciate that. One hundred percent. Number one. What do you think is the most unpleasant sounding word? The most unpleasant sounding word. Um. <laughs> Let's see, huh? Let me give me a quick second. The most unpleasant sounding word, um, cuckold. That's an unpleasant sounding word. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? That's a weird word, huh? Like, not only is the meaning crazy, like, the definition is crazy as fuck, but the, the, the sound of the word is hella funny, like a cuckold. What's a cuckold? Uh, yeah, fucking cuckold? <laughs> yeah, for real. For real, for real. Like, huh? Is, is that a strain yeah. of weed? <laughs> it's also a funny insult when you're just bullshitting with your friends. Like, man, you're a fucking cuckold, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's where you get roasted and you don't even know what the fuck hit you with. Yeah, man, be cool, bro, before I cuckold you. <laughs> Question number two. Yeah. What is something that people are obsessed with but just don't get the point of? Something that people are obsessed with, but just don't get the point of. Um, people, are, something people are obsessed with, but just don't get the point of. Huh? 
That's a good one, man. I'll tell you right now my answer. Money. Please tell me. Money. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I was just trying to think of something super clever off the top. <laughs> but yeah, no, bro, that's facts. Yeah, money. Um, Women. <laughs> pussy, yeah, pussy, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, bro, it's so much, man. Bro, relationships, um, bro. Like, motherfucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, clout, you know what I mean? Like, break that shit out of here, bro. Bro, they be getting the process fucked up, bro. Like, it's a process to this shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, it's it's a lot, man. Question number three: If you were reincarnated reincarnated as a famous landmark, which would it be? Man, the Golden Gate Bridge. One. <laughs> he said, "I'd be the most traveled bridge across the world." Yeah, nah, man. I'd, I'd be the I'd be the Golden Gate Bridge, man. You know, the, the pillar from where I'm from, man. Right, right, right. I've definitely paid to get on that motherfucking. Got mad that I drove back and I was like, that was it. So I had to pay again to go back to the other side. Bro, the coldest part about that bridge is that there's no toll collectors. They fucking they send you your fucking uh. You gotta drive through it and they send you the bill in the mail. And fuck, bro, I done got fucked hella times, bro. Like, forgetting to, you know, they send me the bill and you forget to pay it, bro. So I had to pay, like, just, uh, just like a couple months ago, I had to pay, like, $1,500 for registration just, just because of that fucking bridge. Man, shout out Fast Track, because they fast tracking people money. Bro, that's crazy. Yeah, that shit is insane. Bro, because you know as you're saying it, bro, I did get a fucking ticket because uh, I didn't have a, a, a cash on me or I had a, I didn't have fast track. And because I didn't have fast track, they sent me a ticket because that's the only way. You're absolutely right. And I was mad yeah. at my registration. Yep. They ain't playing about that bridge toll money, man. <laughs> they said, we gonna tax your ass. Don't you know where yeah. you at? Yeah, you know where you at, bro. You in the, uh, yeah, the Bay Area is one of the most fucking expensive places in the world down there. Man, the city especially, you gotta have at least 125,000 a year to live there according to statistics. To live in a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> yep, gutter life. Like it's so, bro, it's so expensive. Hunter's point. <laughs> bro, yeah, and even then, bro, you're probably still gonna be paying a pretty penny for a one-bedroom apartment. You live in San Francisco, no matter where it's at, it ain't gonna be cheap. Facts, facts. So, bro, what are you most excited for coming up? I know you said you uh, got some homework, or what's some homework turned into some real work? Man, what I'm, what I'm most excited for coming up, man, is, uh, our, you know, in the near future is my manager, uh, Cosmo, my manager. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say it. I ain't gonna tell, I ain't gonna say the details of it, but he just signed a pretty big contract with, with some powerful people, man. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm gonna be heavily involved in that situation. Um, so big placements are about to be coming in the real, in the very near future. Um, what I'm most excited for though, is just, just to be doing music for a living, man. Like, um, you know, I don't, I'm not really in it to be rich. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really in it. I'm. Don't get me wrong, I, you know, I love making money just as much as anybody else, but to me, how it's always been for me, man, is the music comes first, bro. Like, if I never made another, if I met, never made another penny off music, I would still do it, you know what I mean? Just because I love making music. Um, but, you know, just, just, um, 
doing music as a living, you know, and, and, and um, it becoming better um, financially, you know what I mean? Like the checks are about to start getting bigger. You know, the placements are about to start getting bigger. The, the quality of life is about to start being better. You know what I mean? Like it, it's already good right now. I'm, I'm not complaining at all. Um, but things are, are about to start really getting a lot better than they even are right now. So I'm, I'm just blessed, man. And I'm excited for that. Man, that's, that's big talk. A lot of people get that word humble and, and just, just destroy it because they don't understand what really it takes to be humble. And if you don't right. what you just said, it definitely will punch some people in the mouth every time they say it and they faking the funk for clout. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm also really excited for Meek Mill's album to drop, and, and Rick Ross, Rick Ross is dropping a, a the Self Made Four coming up here pretty soon. I'm excited for them to drop, man. Like, I got, I got, got one. Track I got, listing? What do you say? I say you got the track listing. No, they haven't even dropped the track list yet. But uh, bro, I'm, I'm uh, supposedly I'm I'm gonna be on the Self Made Four. That's the that's the uh, Ross's next project coming out. So that's what uh that's what they've been telling. That's what his team has been telling us. Um, that's big. So, Congrats, you know, I'm excited bro. for that to come out. We just I just got the shit with uh 42 Doug. I don't know if you're familiar with 42 Doug. Um, he's Yo Gotti's artist. Um. <clears throat> but I, his album just dropped. I got one on. Um, I got one on, on his album. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of dope shit. There's a lot of dope shit. I'm really excited for Burner's album to drop. Burner's album drops on 4:20. Drops on the 20th of this month. Burner and Be Real. And um, I got six joints on there. And uh, one of them, one of them uh, got got Dave East on it. So I'm, I'm I'm really 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 juiced about that one. Um, I got another one on there with his burner, be real, and um, baby bash and trick trick. So that's gonna be dope, man. I even got one on there with uh, you, you remember uh, OG Everlast? Remember Everlast? It's Whitey not, Ford? It sounds Everlast, man. He's in that uh, hip hop group House of Pain back in the early nineties. Uh, uh, they, they had that song, jump around, jump up, jump up, forget down. Yes, yeah, so that that was Everlast. And uh, Everlast was like the main dude, and he had, he had that one really big song too. What was that shit called? Then you really might know what it's like. Then you really might know what it was like. It was like an alternative record, but anyways, yeah, I got one on there with uh, Everlast, man. It's, it's, it's dope, man. The music is the music is fire, and that's another thing I'm looking forward to in the in, in the future, man. It's just getting better, man. Like I, my 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 beats and my music has been getting like like progressively doper, like a lot doper. Like just even every year I go back and listen to my old shit, I'm like, damn, like this was just last year. I'm like a hundred times doper than that now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I just look forward to becoming a doper producer, man, and, and just having an even better ear. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You recognize your growth and you're able to keep on just going without actually like subconsciously weighing it on you. You're not putting pressure from it. Yeah, 100%, man. It's just, yeah, you're absolutely right, man. Man, you brought up Burner Be Real. They just recently signed with uh, Bobby D Presents. And, you know, Bobby D Presents my show, so I want to make sure we give him a shout-out, you feel me? Shout-out to Bobby D Presents, man. You hear me? And yeah, man. man. 
So on that note, I'm gonna go ahead and flip it on the last segment. This is uh, where I catch my people off guard because I hit you with that. Uh-huh. You got any questions for me? Let's go. Do I got any questions for you? Yeah, okay, 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 let's go. Do you do you make music? Uh, Yes, like, I'm a part of the process, but I don't like make beats or rap, nah. Oh, okay, dope, dope, okay. Well, um, where the hoes at? <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you, bro. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, bro. We quarantined the fuck you, up, man. man. Any of them <laughs> out there on the track, man, boy, you gotta watch out. That virus is more than what you think it is. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you, bro. You, I used to say, ask you a question. I was trying. I'm just bullshitting. Bro, I'm the type of person that tell people like, oh, you going to the store? Give me a six pack of bitches. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nah, man. Um, but nah, man, how, how long you been doing this? How, uh, uh, how long you been doing this show for? Keep it real with you since December. Okay, nice, nice, man. Um, yeah, you my 51st yeah. episode. What, oh, you sound 21st episode? Oh, 51st. On the 51st, okay, that's what's up, man. Hell yeah, bro. It's, uh, this is dope, man. Keep Definitely keep doing your thing, man. Keep pushing, bro. Don't ever, don't ever stop doing it, man. That's love. Yeah, man. This is this is this kind of shit is fun, bro. Hey, I appreciate that, bro. And so, needless to say, bro, I appreciate you coming on the show because you're in good company. I got a lot of belief yeah. in what you've been doing, bro. Like, I've been fucking with Thank your sound for a while, no cap. Like, <laughs> thank you, bro. Thank you. That means a lot, bro. I appreciate that, bro. Absolutely. Well, shit, it's Contrast Uncut, season two, episode 21. I've had a super producer, mega songwriter. I'm talking about he messing with all of your favorite artists, Vidal Garcia, everybody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, my brother. What's up, everybody? This your boy, Vidal Garcia, and you are now locked in with Contrast Uncut, my partner, my brother. Let's get it popping, man. Hey. Show, bro. I appreciate you, bro. First, I'm going flip most squad, bust a bus. Feel like pocket, keep your head up. Biggie shooting juicy. Coach is still alive, just let me prove. King, nigga. Everything.